Well, Seattle hockey fans, it was kind of as I thought. The Seattle Kraken didn't have a great first period. And then they didn't have a great second period or third period and fall to the Islanders four to nothing. We're going to talk about Sorokin and the shot quality of the Seattle Kraken versus the Islanders and then get ready for game day tomorrow. That's coming up on Locked on Kraken. Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. Remember, Locked on Kraken brings you your favorite team every day as a part of the Locked on Network. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked on. Make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com backslash locked on today to get started. We'll talk about that more on this show, but I am here in Newark, New Jersey. I was at practice today for the Seattle Kraken. I will be at the game tomorrow as the Seattle Kraken take on the New Jersey Devils. So on this episode, you'll get some of the insight that I picked up. I spoke to Chris Drieger. We spoke to Dave Haxtell. I spoke to Carson Soucy. And we'll obviously recap a little bit of the Islanders game, but it's really more so about talking about this team. We're going to get into it. Let's first go over what happened, what transpired, if you will, last night. Now, on yesterday's show, I was at the airport, but on yesterday's show, I just, I felt it in my bones that the boys were just not going to come out sharp. I think we know enough about this team. No, we have these ebbs and flows, and we can't always crank it up when we want to, and We had the Islanders scored two goals in the first period. They scored two early goals in the second period. And that's all she wrote, really. Martin Jones had some amazing saves in this game, but it wasn't enough. And much like Philip Grubauer this season, Martin Jones got zero goal support. The shots on goal officially 32-28 in favor of the Seattle Kraken. But as we will talk about, and as Gil Martin talked about on Lockdown Islanders today, the shot quality. Holy cannoli, the shot quality. Um, actually, let's take you to shot shot quality right now. This is from Natural Stat Trick, and it's the heat map. We've done this before. It's been a little while since I head over to natural stat trick. First, let's look at the game flow. So for those watching on YouTube, you'll see here that I've got the game flow chart here. And, you know, the game flow in and of itself, when we're above the line in this particular scenario, that will be game flow in favor of the New York Islanders below the line game flow in favor of the Seattle Kraken. And as you'll hear from Ryan Donato in a little bit, and I'll summarize what Dave Haxtell and Carson Soucy said, you see that the Seattle Kraken had some flow here. Um, But overall, they just 
weren't able to get goals. And a lot of that had to do with shots. So now you can see this is the shot chart at even strength or yeah, five on five. And uh, I'll go to all in just a minute. But even just looking, you can see the crack in attempts all over the place, all over the place. Whereas the chances for the Islanders, very calculated. Um, this is for all. And you just see more of the same, really. Um, the heat map, heat map, don't lie. Look at, we were letting the Islanders really get into the kitchen, as I would say, but into the slot area, you know, high danger area. And we, we just didn't see that from our boys, the Seattle Kraken. Now, something to note, I'm not going to look at time on ice because, you know, no Shane Wright. That was a little bit of a joke, a little jokey joke, a little jokey joke, but no, we're not going to look at time on ice, but if you watch the game, if you listen to the game on Root Sports, you know that there is someone that talked a lot about time, time on ice and the number 21, as in 21 seconds, as in that's the amount of time that Andre Burakovsky played total first 21 seconds of the game, and then he's done so. So now remember... The last time we played the Islanders, we took it to overtime with the Islanders, and uh, it was Andre Burakovsky that got the game, the game winner. And I said, I believe this was a, uh, I think this was a playback watch party. I said, um, we need someone who's just going to shut this down, ready to get say it's time to win this win. That was Andre Burakovsky. So for him to go down, not great. So flash forward to last night, but after the game, but then also today, Dave Haxel doesn't have any updates. Andre Burakovsky was not at the skate at Barnabas Health Hockey House, which I'll talk a little bit more about and my nostalgia. If you were following me on social media, you probably already know. But um, he did not skate, did not see him at all. I didn't see him dressed in street clothes, just didn't see Andre Burakovsky at all. So he's getting evaluated. Perhaps that's why he wasn't at skate today. The Seattle Kraken are actually staying in New York. Um, so they're traveling into New Jersey. But of course, they were uh, playing Long Island last night and they play the Rangers on Friday. So makes sense to be in a central-ish location. And I guess that's New York City, Manhattan to be specific. But anyway... No Andre Burakovsky. Justin Schultz did skate. Yanni Gord took a little bit of a gnarly hit yesterday as well. Um, he was on the ice. I'm not sure how healthy he actually is. You know, I just heard some things here and there while I was around practice. So going to keep an eye out on that. But we, of course, those who watch Root Sports, you know that there's that story that Ronnie Francis tells our general manager where Yanni Gord was on crutches one day and he assumed that he was going to be a scratch. And then he came in the next day, said he's playing. So I don't know that we're at that extent, but again, looked like Yanni Gord got banged up, overheard some things that indicated that he might be banged up, but he was on the ice. He was aggressive as always, as ever. So he looked good to me. And had I not just heard some things in passing, I wouldn't have thought anything of it, but I did see him get banged up. So, but it's that time of year. This is the grinded out time of year. And the Seattle Kraken have to learn how to play at this time. They have to learn how to gut out these types of wins. And that's where this opponent, the New Jersey Devils, I think, 
is going to be a little bit challenging. But before we get into tomorrow's opponent, tomorrow's a game day, I want you to hear from one of my favorite boys. Yeah, that's right. It's it's the 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 Donnie boy. It's uh, Ryan Donato. This is him talking after yesterday's 4-0 loss to the Islanders. Budget Group's uh, energy right from the start? Uh, I wasn't there. I think maybe at the very beginning we had the jump and then but we were going to have a step off after the first eight minutes of the game the whole night. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there's no excuses from us. I think we know we're better than that and uh, hopefully we can rebound with a quick win. How much of a difference does it make when you have some of those early chances you don't burn back down? Yeah, you know, it definitely hurts your momentum, but I mean, Jonesy's bailed us out so many times in that same circumstance where we don't start great and we end up getting that goal. Um, but, you know, tonight we didn't get that form and, uh, and the goalie was, was great for them, but uh, there's no excuses again. They seem to be. So I mentioned it yesterday. You heard Donnie not wanting any excuses. Dave Haxtell and uh, Jaden Schwartz also mentioned that they were coming out of a break. And, you know, it was a little bit of an awkward travel situation. They had a practice and they hit the road. Um, Again, like that little three game, I think it was, skid that we were on. You don't want to make it an excuse because every hockey team has to go through that. And it's a notable difference and departure from the scheduling that we've seen. Um, so anyway, I'm very curious what practice is going to look like. Dave Haxel had some things to say today about what kind of a practice he wanted. He also had some choice words about how the team played last night. And I think he was very blunt. And um I agreed with a lot of what he had to say. Basically, they didn't show up. They weren't ready coming out of the break, and that's a problem. So coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I want to take you to practice, and then we will preview tomorrow's game a little bit because we'll do that, of course, tomorrow. I will likely be at the arena tomorrow, so we might do it a little bit um, more fun, like a AMA style, hopefully the Wi-Fi I, again, am on the road, so hopefully hopefully the Wi-Fi works out, but I want to do it a little bit more fun, a little bit more interactive, but I will be more than likely at the arena for tomorrow's episode. Anyway, that's coming up on Locked on Kraken. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by our newest sponsor, and that is FanDuel. We're really excited, excuse me, we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked on because they're the number one sports book in the United States, and that is FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, well, now is a really great time to get acquainted because they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun. And easy. You can download the FanDuel app now so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't pan out. Now, that's amazing. I've never heard of such a deal. I'm not really into the football, uh, American football, but this seems like a really good way to dip your toe into the sports betting if you so choose. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com backslash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com 
uh, backslash, excuse me, locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And of course, we want you to gamble and do everything responsibly. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Kraken your first listen of the day or likely just a part of your daily routine. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. We are part of the Locked On Network that brings you your team every day. And, of course, we're talking about the Seattle Kraken. Talked about some injuries. Burakovsky, we got to keep an eye on. Justin Schultz was skating not confirmed whether we will have him in the roster tomorrow. He's day-to-day per Dave Haxtell. And, um, you know, we're keeping an, keeping an eye also on Yanni Gord. Now, who I do want to talk about a little bit more tomorrow, I'll have this audio ready for you. But I had a really great conversation with Chris Drieger along with Piper Shaw and Allison Lucan. And it was great to hear about um, how Chris Drieger is taking his uh, recovery. He's been on the ice more, in full gear more. So we'll hear from Chris Drieger on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Kraken. It's going to be audio only. It was me and I, I mentioned Allison and Piper. I'll do my best to pipe up, if you will, the audio for that so you can hear it. We'll have a small snippet on tomorrow's show that, of course, you can find on YouTube and anywhere you listen to your audio podcasts. But I will also have it as a bonus episode, audio only, and uh, you can enjoy it that way on your favorite platform. Okay. Um, I want to get into what we heard at practice Oh, we talking about practice. Yeah, I think the Seattle Kraken needs some practice. I didn't mention this very much, but a, a big question that I had, quite honestly, coming into uh, coming into the the other half of All Star. Nice. We didn't talk about this too much, but a big question that I had coming out of All Star was. About our all-star, Maddie Beneers. Maddie Beneers was on the ice. He played yesterday's game. He seemed to be all right. No indication that that nasty hit that we take that he took, the NHL did not reprimand by the by. Um, no indication that there's going to be any long-term effects. I think it was just a matter of him needing rest like the rest of the team. Um, so hopefully that won't be there won't be any lingering effects. There, Maddie Beneers, we need that guy. Speaking of that guy and an all-star, Jack Hughes. Now, Jack Hughes for the New Jersey Devils. Um, he played his brother, Quinn. Uh, the Devils were able to get that win over our Pacific Division rival, the Vancouver Canucks. But um, I didn't watch that game between Vancouver and the Devils. But I do wonder if there was maybe uh, if Jack got a little bit banged up. We know we kind of wrecked him the first ever time we played the Devils. That's a whole nother story. But I don't know if he got a little banged up, but he skated a little bit and then left the ice for practice for the New Jersey Devils. He was not available for media after. And, you know, um, Coach Ruff talked about it briefly, you know, just said they're kind of monitoring it. We'll see how he does and and the like. So 
I honestly think my intuition is telling me it's a little bit more of a maintenance rest thing. There's also the New Jersey Devils had a pretty big event, a fundraiser event for a local charity, which uh, Lindy Ruff talked about a little bit and perhaps some of his curling skills and gambling skills put on display. So anyway, the, the Devils, like the Islanders, played early out of the All-Star break. And the Seattle Kraken are now on a back-to-back. Now, it was interesting. I spoke to Carson Soucy. And again, you hear a little bit more about this for tomorrow. But I want to report from practice today. The Seattle Kraken, the Seattle Kraken, excuse me, will not have a morning skate. There will be no morning skate. So I won't have much to report from Kraken camp necessarily tomorrow when we do our podcast but I will have an opportunity to see the New Jersey Devils, or at least that's the plan. They should have morning skate and will hit the ice. So I'll give you a few odds and ends. And again, I'll be reporting directly live from The Rock in Newark. So that should be exciting. Make sure you have all of your alerts set for Locked on Kraken. You're not going to want to miss it. But Carson Soucy, like Ryan Donato, the team knows. They didn't come out ready. Uh, they were not ready out of the break. And that's just the honest truth. It is what it is. I mean, life happens. Things happen. We're not always on our A game, all of the above. So, you know, that was a little bit of a challenge for the team. But I do want you to hear from Dave Haxtell about what he thinks, not just of how his team performed, but I specifically asked him about this matchup for the New Jersey Devils. And again, we're likely going to do our show before I speak to Dave again before the game tomorrow. So this will be your opportunity to hear what Dave is really wanting from his squad. Um, He was short and sweet and to the point, well, not really sweet, but he was short and to the point. But I think he's absolutely right in his assessment of both how the team played last night and... um, I said back-to-back earlier. Technically, they're not on a back-to-back, but pretty much, um, you know, two short consecutive games as compared to the Devils. Anyway, that was um, a little bit of an aside. Anyway, this is Dave Haxtell speaking to media, myself, Allison Lucan, and Piper Shaw today at the Prudential Center talking about what he didn't like from his team last night what he focused on in practice today and what he expects from tomorrow's games. So past, present, and future right here with Dave Haxtell. Solid practice. And what was important for you to accomplish today? Well, we're looking to execute a little bit better. Obviously, execution, timing, pace was was not very good last night. Um, So... You know, we spent 25 minutes just getting up and down the rink trying to uh, improve that a little bit. Is that 95 was not out there. Do you have an update on him? Yeah, I don't. He's still being evaluated. Any update on Justin Schultz? No, just day to day. I mean, he's he was on the icy practice today. Um, so we'll see where he's at uh, come day, game day tomorrow. The energy seemed good out there on the ice. This is a group that has proven to be resilient this season. Is that what you saw in them as well? Yeah, I mean, the energy was good. Uh, execution still has a ways to go, um, you know, and that's that 
with Mitchell Mossman. So, you know, we don't have a lot of time. We've, uh, we likely won't have, uh, you know, the opportunity to morning skate tomorrow. So we've got to make sure that uh, we carry, um, you know, some of the uh, some of the energy practice into tomorrow's game with, uh, with a little bit better execution. To the group in terms of just kind of getting back to your guys' game. Pretty simple message. Uh, get back to it. We were, you know, we we showed the effects of uh, uh, of a break. Uh, we weren't able to, uh, you know, to break, break through that last night. In the game. So, uh, you know, short game in practice today, and now we have, you know, we have to make sure that we have that at the start of the game tomorrow. How do you like the matchup between you and the Devils? Uh, played them in overtime. Burakovsky got that game winner. Yeah, they've uh, they've had a hell of a year. I mean, they've uh, they've played consistently throughout the year. Um, you know, right from right from the drop of the puck, they're uh, they're a quick team. They, you know, they have really good ability throughout their lineup, and and they play the game fast. So, um, you know, this is a it's a great matchup. It's a, it's a real challenging matchup, and uh, you know that's uh, you know as I speak to my you know message of getting back to playing fast. This is this is going to be that type of game tomorrow you've got to check well you got to skate the check and you got to make sure that you're doing things quickly and, and sharply with the puck so that's dave haxtell i like a lot of what he said and uh i don't know if uh, the devil's fans are back in the comments section you talked about last time i thought the devils played well and we still beat them i talked about it earlier we beat them at ot I had a particular Devils fan that was just really hell-bent on telling me that the Devils played like trash, that that the Seattle Kraken were lucky to beat them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I guess we'll find out, my friend. I guess we will find out tomorrow. What I will say is I don't like that the Seattle Kraken are playing the Devils after the way they played yesterday, I think today's practice and the intensity was good. That being said, having been there in person, live, in living color, I still want more. And if the team isn't going to get in a morning skate, I'm not exactly sure where that's going to come from. Hopefully, with a good night's sleep and a good meal. But we have to hit on different level. If we want to be successful in this game against the Devils, the second of a five-game road trip that, quite honestly, doesn't really get much easier than the Devils. And the Devils are far from a layup, but neither are we. We're trying to be the whole damn show, baby, but we've got some work to do. Coming up on Locked on Kraken, just going to wrap it up here with some final thoughts. You heard from Dave Haxtell. You heard from Ronnie Uh Ryan Donato, excuse me, you heard from Donnie. Uh, we haven't heard from Ronnie, at least I haven't. Anyway, um, so coming up next, I'm just going to run you through what tomorrow is going to look like. Again, it'll be kind of an on-site situation. I'm going to go to morning skate for the New Jersey Devils, get a sense for what's going on there, and then we can have a chat um, before we hear from Dave Haxtell. And not confirmed, but if, well, I'll put it this way, if Justin Schultz is good to go tomorrow, it sounds like he might be the player that we hear from tomorrow. I'll get back to you on all of that coming up on Locked on Kraken. Right now, 
I want to let you know that this episode of Locked on Kraken is presented by Built Bar. Now, if you are looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all of the fat, you don't want all of the calories, you got to go with Built Bar. I'm telling you this now, whether it's the holiday season or you're just trying not to stay hangry throughout the day, Built Bar is your number one choice. It's covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And you're getting only 130 calories but and only 4 grams of sugar, but a whopping 17 grams of protein. And then you get flavors like peanut butter brownie, coconut almond churro. Double chocolate is one of my favorites of the OGs. They also have the puffs, which are like this collagen protein that uh, is like a marshmallow. It's absolutely delicious. We used to tell you to head to built.com to get your built bars. And you can still do that. Head to built.com and get your built bars. And if you go to built.com, make sure that you use the promo code locked on. Uh, anyway, I think that still works. But you can also go to Walmart or Sam's Club. If you go to Walmart, you can get a, a four bar box of either the cookies and cream, double chocolate, one of my favorites, or the coconut puffs. If you're over at Sam's Club, you can grab a 13-bar box with Hit Flavors Brownie Batter. Yum! Or the churro flavor. And you can thank me later. As I always like to say, happy snacking. Thank you, Seattle hockey fans, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. I wrote multiple articles for the Seattle Kraken before they were even the Kraken. They were just the NHL Seattle squad. I was at the first ever training camp. I was at the first ever uh, preseason and have been able to catch up with the team on the road, including that massive win in Boston. I was here in New Jersey for the first time they played the Devils, and now I'm back again. So even though I might not be in Seattle, I certainly have a finger on the pulse or for what's happening with the Seattle Kraken. And on tomorrow's show, I mentioned, I teased a little bit. I'm going to tease a little bit again. You're going to hear snippets of my conversation with Chris Drieger. We had a great sit down. Um, it wasn't really sit down. We were all standing up, but it was kind of low key. It was a check-in. All of us, Piper, Allison, and I wanted to check in on Chris Drieger. Uh, it, it was, uh, he was the last person into the locker room and, uh, but it was worth the wait. And so you're going to want to take a listen to that. Again, it's audio only. We didn't do any cameras. Root Sports didn't do any cameras. It was just me recording. So this should be a pretty nice exclusive for Locked on Kraken. You're not going to want to miss it. Chris Drieger is uh, a fun guy to talk to. And hopefully you'll, you'll, uh, hear some of that, including there were some, uh, traits, that happened for the skills challenge. Now it worked out all right for team Drieger, but you'll get to hear from him a little bit about that. We're going to preview tomorrow's game tomorrow. <sighs> but I alluded to this when I was kind of low key dragging the devil's fan that was in the Menchies on, on uh, YouTube. But um, this is not a devil's team to mess around with. Carson Soucy said it to me. We'll hear a little bit more from him tomorrow. But uh, both of these teams know what it's like to not play good hockey. Both of these teams have found a way to play good hockey this season. And both teams right now in different ways. And I'll talk about some stats. I, I pulled up my own stats. I didn't even rely on Allison for this. 
But in looking at the last few games that the Devils played, there is hope for Seattle if Seattle brings their A game. Now, I didn't think we were going to have it for Long Island. Dave Hack still seemed a little punchy and like he really got after it with the guys. So I'm hoping that that loss, it wasn't a good game for Seattle. I'm hoping that loss was enough to awaken and release the Kraken within each of our players because we need them to step up. They look disjointed. You know, there were some players playing out of position. You know, you had to bring in Megna and figure all of that out. So, again, there's some things that are happening. But also, we're, you know, marching on to the middle of the season. We're past the all-star break. These are things that are a little bit easier to tolerate earlier in the season. But we're getting to the point now where they just really can't be excuses. Players down, next player up. New player added, it's that time of year. We're not even at the trade deadline yet. We're marching towards that too. So, you know, no excuses. And it's something that Dave Haxel said the last time we played the Islanders. We were preparing to play the Islanders. And he said, you know, is this the team? Does this team have what it takes? Are they willing to do what it takes and make the sacrifices, truly make the sacrifices to be the kind of team that can level up? I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but that always stuck with me. And I asked him about that in Boston. He kind of downplayed that it was a challenge, air quotes, for those not watching on YouTube. He, Because I, I said, oh, you know, it sounds like you challenged your team. He stepped back from using the term or feeling comfortable with saying that he issued a challenge. But he did wonder. He said, you know, it's not that he doesn't think there's the capability, but it's it's different to know what your skill set is and then knowing when to deploy your tools and to use your tools in your toolkit. And the Seattle Kraken have a lot of skills, not like last season where there was a ceiling. There is a higher ceiling for the Seattle Kraken team. And so it has to be a mentality. It has to be a mindset. It has to be a player deciding or multiple players ideally, deciding that they are going to do whatever it takes to win, play to win, and and stay away from playing to not lose. There's a difference. There's a desperation for a win, or maybe not a desperation, but a desire to win versus a desperation not to lose. And that's the difference right now for the Seattle Kraken. So I hope that there is enough in the locker room. I hope there was enough and Dave Haxtell talks about it in today's media about just getting the legs going. I hope there's enough of that mentally, physically, emotionally to get the Seattle Kraken over the hump because this is um, a Devils team that is very skilled. And this is a Devils team that they haven't quite gotten it all figured out themselves. We'll hear from Lindy Ruff a little bit tomorrow. I'll give you more from what Carson Susie said. Um, also, we'll hear from Chris Trigger, not directly related to this game coming up, obviously, but it's going to be a good matchup. I'm expecting a good matchup. I am manifesting a good matchup because it could very easily be a matchup that, oh gosh, it could go the other way for either team. If it's going to be uh, just a slaughter, I would hope, obviously, especially with us playing the Rangers on Friday, that we're the ones getting into the groove of totally dominating. 
I don't think we're ready to totally dominate coming out of the break just yet. Maybe we save that for the Rangers. I do think that this game, and it, these are the exact words that I said to Carson Susie. I said to Carson Susie, this could be a dogfight. I think it's going to be a dogfight, folks. I, for one, am excited that I get to see it. Uh, different kind of dogfight. I do think the Boston game was a dogfight, but it was a real tactically well-played kind of dogfight. This is going to be, uh, so that was more tactical, not really a dogfight. When I think of a dogfight, I think of like, like you got to get down and dirty, right? I think that's what this game is going to be. I really do. And I do wonder, hence the title of this episode, do the Seattle Kraken have that dog in them? Do they have that dog in them? The D-O-G? No, no, no. The D-A-double-G. Dog. Do they have that dog in them? I think there's some players that do. I think there's some games where we've shown a little, uh, you know, a little bark. Uh, but I'm ready. I'm ready for the Seattle Kraken to start howling. Howling. I want to go full Kelsey Plum. Go get this game. Get this game. Get the next game. Now I'm a New Yorker saying this. The New Jersey Devils. I said I was going to get into a little bit. The New Jersey Devils. The New Jersey Barnabas means a lot to me. Played, um, not played. Called my first game at Barnabas Health Hockey House for the, at the time, Metropolitan Riveters. Um, called my first NHL game at The Rock. So I like, there's a lot, I feel a lot. And the pride that I felt seeing my men's hockey team skate on the ice where I got my break as a, as a broadcaster, that was beautiful. And as much as I am grateful to the New Jersey Devils organization, they're an amazing group. They're always good to me. I'm rolling with the Kraken, baby. That's my team. I said it early on and I committed. I'm nothing if not loyal. Seattle Kraken, those are my guys. Those are my guys. Don't embarrass me, though. You're in my house now. Between professionally, New Jersey means a lot to me. Personally, my whole family is like 15-minute drive. Not really. Maybe like 15, 20-mile drive. Because uh, that's it should be 15 minutes, but it's never 15 minutes. Not in this part of the country. Anyway... I don't want to, don't, don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass yourselves. Most, most of all. The Islanders game. I don't know if I'm fully at, it was embarrassing, but maybe it kind of was. We're not that team and we should know better. We didn't come to play period. We didn't come to play. And that's, what's embarrassing. Got to do your job. So, uh, am I going to get worked up if we lose? No. I know the Devils are a good team, but I know we're a good team too. And I know we got it in us. And yeah, maybe I'd like to silence, uh, you know, whomever rolled into the comments on YouTube. Because, you know, I got that dog in me. Oh, I got that dog in me. I want to see if this Seattle Kraken team has a little bit of that, uh, that bark, that bite. I think we could. I think we could. I'm ready to see it. We need it moving forward, especially if we want to march on into the playoffs. But we first got to keep that spot. 
right now the number one spot. A little bit of semantics, right? A little bit of a mathematical equation. What happens if the Seattle Kraken just go on and take it? Hmm? What would that look like? How would we need to play in order for that to happen? Because we have some of that in our hands, especially when we've got some games in hand over Vegas and LA, but also we have games against Vegas at the end of the season. Mm. Come on, Kraken fans. We got to hold fast. We got to stay true. And tomorrow we got to get loud for our boys. But first, remember to be kind to yourself and to each other. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be at the rink. Maybe we'll do a little fun AMA or something like that. We'll see what happens. But until tomorrow, hold fast. Stay true. Let's get ready. It's a game day eve. We take on the devils. We're going to dance with the devils, baby. But first, we got to get that dog. Let's go. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.